Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. I feel like we can speak on that, you know, since that's what came forward in the moment is how that impact like makes a difference, you know, in our and how we move throughout the day. No, are you here? I don't know. Like, it sounded like you were going to keep speaking. No, I don't know. Like, I don't know if we're like on the same page now because I, I feel different, you know, like your vibe is very zen in a way that How do you, you can... feel. Huh? How do you feel? I feel leveled. Like I'm ready to like get into it, you know, like I don't feel super meditative. Like, I know you were just there. Yeah. So you feel like it's a different wave? A little bit. Okay. So we cannot do it. Like, if it, because for me, it feels regular, like I could talk, but like I'm just moving slower. But if you feel like higher energy and it doesn't feel like it's the same wave to record, then we could stop. No, we can, we can, re- like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just expressing how I feel, you know, when I'm taking in from the moment. No, absolutely. But that's why I said, like, how do you feel about it? Since, like, you mentioned it. Yeah. It can feel, um, like, speaking on a different frequency, it's not a bad thing. It's yeah. just acknowledging that difference in the moment, you know, and yeah. how like that translates, you know, it's like when speaking to someone and they're not like fully there. That's the, that's the sentiment that it gives me. I think that's a really good topic of conversation because like my presence on my end is like so present that that's why I need to be like slow and pausing, like being very like still, but I'm so present, like so fully there, but then how it you could perceive it. And I think that's like a broader topic. And that's something that I think people face like on daily occurrences, whenever you're interacting with somebody outside of yourself in relationships at work and friendship you know like in anything because like wherever we're at in the moment um is what our perspective is allowing us to see or feel and then that's where it's in from that um difference of perspective is where like we can create a sort of thought or story in our mind that can then influence the outcome of something Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's all like the way we're perceiving life is from our lens. Yeah. And, like through our channels or past experiences or through like our projections mm-hmm. that can show up in the moment. Yeah, because I resonate a lot with that. Um, Like the feeling of wanting of what it looks like for me of someone else being present 
and feeling whatever it is that is being spoken on in the moment and how that relates to me in in terms of like energy or what it's perceived as I don't really know how to best explain that yeah but like start off with like what does it look like for you like what when you just now like that whole interaction like what was it that came up um like a sense of the difference between like an excited energy versus like a calm energy and how like for example when wanting to share like exciting news with someone and they're like super chill and it's like oh you know like i'm really excited and i want to like share that excitement but it's not being met with that same excitement how it can then feel like um it's not translating or sharing the moment in the ways that for example myself wanting to share it with someone else you know like it's not being met with the same energy through the person's lens like whoever you know because it can be different like you said like you're really present and you're here um I think it applies to that same concept yeah and what comes forward when you're saying that is the way that everybody individually expresses themselves um I think of myself a lot like I can be having the best time or super excited about something and my face will be so serious like it's very rarely that my excitement comes through as excitement and I think back to like hanging out with certain people that I would be having the time of my life and then when I share that in a very monotone voice like oh yeah like this was great I had such a good time they would be like really because you look so bored I couldn't tell but again I think it feeds off of that because just going back to like right now with you and I when you were mentioning like oh I don't think we're on the same like wave like inside of me, it could have been like, oh my God, why are you saying that? But because I felt like so, like just a straight line, um, I wanted to ask, like, instead of going and like, then being like, yeah, like, forget it, we'll meet up another time or like, we'll pick back up and then like changing the way I feel. Cause I almost did feel a little bit of a pressure, like, okay, like I have to act differently, but I think it's a really nice practice to then also be aware and like share, like just checking in, communicating more effectively and efficiently. Like this is where I'm at. Where are you? Like, what does that look like for you? Because for me, this is what it is. It just like make it brings more intimacy and depth to relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And clarity because of whatever can be playing on in the mind as I said, from my point of view and how that can create a narrative and from mm-hmm. how what you were sharing, how like it could have led to other thoughts or pressures mm-hmm. that aren't necessary. But sometimes when um, things are left to be filled in, um, it creates space for the imagination to use whatever experiences have um been experienced already in the past to step forward and to kind of fill in the blanks since our perception of everything is based on past moments like from the subconscious mind Mm -hmm. so it's really cool to be aware of that and like witness that and see what it looks like to practice um deeper connection through vulnerable conversation and having the conversations because sometimes it can feel like um 
not wanting to be a bother and like, oh, like, okay, let's like go into it, you know? And like, sometimes it can be, it can feel as though it's easier to be like, okay, like, never mind, you know, as you mentioned, like, okay, like we'll pick up another time. Um, And I think that difference is what brings forward more unity and more compassion and understanding and grace and um, deeper connection. Yeah. And I think, again, like, because as I'm taking in everything that's being shared, it also ties back to our last episode about the authentic self and like showing up from where we're at as opposed to like where we're expected to be or what we're influenced by. And even in a conversation with another person, you can be influenced by the energy. So I feel like it it all kind of connects and ties back together. And I think it's such a strong practice to like be actually able to sit here and and go through that because you know, it was just simply like taking breath, syncing up our breath together. And then like where it led me was different from where it led you. And it's cool to then like come back together in our own experience and then share this experience afterwards, like what is created from both of us being in our own energies. Yeah, it's really interesting. I feel like it's so grand because for me, it brings forward the the purpose that we all here to share in our uniqueness and like how our own energies serve in different ways and they don't have to match and mirror one another always. And it's funny how something like the breath that we did to sync ourselves up together, like actually brought us to different places. And I can say that it felt as though prior to the breath practice, it felt like we were maybe on the same page, or maybe we weren't actually, maybe it's been like this since we logged on, you know, and we just returned to a more synchronized space now having spoken about what was present. And I feel that that's really powerful to do the simple act of mentioning what comes up for a person in the moment so it allows the other person to get a clearer picture as to what the person that they're communicating with um, is experiencing instead of making assumptions Mm -hmm. yeah bringing forth the clarity and like whatever that looks like because it could have not that it was an uncomfortable conversation but I felt like I was prying when asking you like just based on your response it wasn't um like the energy definitely was different prior to sinking up the breath. And then like once the the comment was made about like us being on different pages and then like, oh, but like, what are you feeling? It was like, oh, like, you know, like just from human interactions, it can be an uncomfortable situation. But then being vulnerable, having grace, compassion, like brings and moves you forward so that you don't get stuck in that like awkwardness or like the disconnected energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel that a lot. And I feel like that's something that I'm constantly being invited to do is like being vulnerable, saying something that can be uncomfortable. And um, I feel like that happens um, often sometimes between you and I in terms of like whatever questions are being asked. It's like, hmm, you know, it's like always inviting the self to 
show up in every moment and it allows for when moments aren't as pressing um, to flow through them more easily and to anchor in the power that vulnerability brings and not having judgment for the self in all moments. Because yeah. there's there's many times where um, in my own life through reflecting in the moment right now where I've wanted to like, um, like crawl into a ball or like not want to deal. And every time I do, even though it can leave me in a room filled with whoever I'm communicating with, um, vulnerable to their judgments, their perceptions, I feel it also invites and welcomes those who are there with me to go a little deeper within themselves, even if it means like me having to be the one sometimes to like be vulnerable and be bare, you know? Yeah, and it's like so much power lies there or lives there because it's not something that's commonly done. Um, I would say like the opposite is usually done where we're taught to suppress our feelings and not communicate and being vulnerable is seen as a weakness as opposed to a superpower. So a lot of people are programmed in that way. And also like to not deal, to please others. I know a lot of times in relationships, like you might be feeling something and then the easier route is just to like suck it up and keep going. So taking that moment to put yourself out there and have the conversations, like speak your truth, clarify, uh, just communicate from an emotional standpoint, as opposed to what the logical brain has to, to say, um, really is such a strength and a superpower. And it's nice when we allow ourselves that opportunity, because as you shared, it invites others to then meet us there. Because, you know, like, if you're getting really vulnerable and making things awkward or what could per be perceived as awkward, the person or people that you're engaging with have either a choice to like check in with themselves like, oh, she's getting like vulnerable. I'm uncomfortable. Let me either like leave or let me like sit here and work through it, you know, because I feel a lot of times in conversations like when somebody brings up things that might be uncomfortable to speak about. Um, and then if somebody and there's nothing wrong with not having the time or space in that moment to, you know, go deeper um, that you see it a lot, like some people will shut down or like other tactics come to play in these moments. Um, and it's just to share, like, you know, if you aren't in a space where you feel you can go there, like acknowledge that and also share that just so that everybody can start like communicating more authentically and purely. Yeah, absolutely. The communication is such a thing. And I feel like it's really something that I've been actively working on because there are definitely still moments in my life where I'm like, you know what, I'm just like not going to mention anything right now. And I find myself sometimes working through the concept of not mentioning something because it doesn't feel like the right time. Mm -hmm. But I'm starting to bridge the gap between the concept of it's not the right time. And if it's how I'm feeling, then it's always the right time, especially when communicating to someone that I deeply care about. And I feel that they care about me. And if in that moment, like, um, not that I've had that experience where like I share something and I'm met with like, oh, it's not the time. 
Um, but keeping that in mind um, for myself and whoever is listening um, because of how much power there is in just putting out the invitation, you know, and like letting the other person decide whether it's the right time or not, but not closing off how I may be feeling for the sake of um, what the what the moment is looking like in consideration of those present. Yeah. And also what comes forward is um, with the self. So I know we're speaking a lot about interactions with others and relationships with like whenever we're communicating with those around us. But most importantly, it begins with the self. So we might um, be in a situation or, you know, not in a situation. You just might have some kind of emotion come through and then the, the mind can start going with the different thoughts and the narrative that it creates. And instead of going with that, being real with the self, being really vulnerable and taking off the mask that you might wear with others, you know, like you cannot wear a mask with yourself. There's always something inside of you that will feel off when you're not being true to yourself. So even if it's something that's uncomfortable for the self to face, it's really like, and again, if it's not the time or place to do it, revisit it. Don't like push it on the back burner and then just like keep piling up things to then have to really work through. So if any kind of thought or emotion comes through, have the conversation with the self when you're in a space that you can hold space for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Like checking in first before like then potentially projecting something to someone else that has nothing to do with them. And mm -hmm. it's like, does it ever really have anything to do with anyone aside from ourselves? But then, you know, there's the thing of the intimacy that's held in the relationship because they're all reflections and mirrors for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool to do that self-inquiry first check in where it's like, OK, like, where is this coming from? Is this real? Is this a story, a narrative, or is like, am I feeding something of a, a feeding a story that's been present and this just happens to fit that narrative? But is it mm -hmm. really true? Yeah. And that like with the self, it's applied to others as well. You know, like that concept is applied in all areas and aspects of ourselves. Yeah, because we're one. Yeah. And that's why when you were saying like, oh, is it with the self or others? It's like, it's both because yeah everyone is connected to the oneness so what I see in you it's within me what you see in me is within you yeah and that's something that's been um, bringing me a lot of comfort lately mm -hmm. um, sometimes like I can be in my own mind thinking I don't even know what and then I reminded like I'm not the only one having this experience right now and the best thing I can do is like check in with myself and help myself because I'll just be able to help the next person just by shifting and um, creating greater self-awareness. Yeah. And that also like if you take that a little bit further where the being vulnerable and then sharing your experience from that vulnerable space as opposed to thinking you have to show up in a certain way. You can then connect with others that might be experiencing the same thing or have experienced and then creative ideas are shared to move you forward. Yeah. And that's how we bring heaven on earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just love it. I love 
like witnessing through this conversation how the energy has shifted from the beginning to now Mm -hmm. through the conscious conversation and it really highlights the medicine that's brought forward and simply being conscious in conversation it's such a simple act that we all partake in with ourselves and with others and the medicine that it provides is priceless it is and it's so funny because it's one of those instances where this is not what I thought our episode was Either. going to be. <laughs> like, I could, like, ask myself, like, how did we even land here? But it's what came up. And obviously, like, it's cool to speak about something that we firsthand experienced and, like, actually worked through while recording this. So it's it's really cool. Yeah, and it reminds me toward, uh, it reminds me of the beginning of our episodes when we first started recording, how we would say that often, where we would hop on with a specific idea in mind of what we were going to share, and the conversation goes on a complete tangent, um, but I always trust in it. Yeah, me too, because I know that what's being shared is definitely relatable, and then I know that when I listen back to the episode, it's going to help me in my own life like it is right now even further like yeah every moment serves yeah I feel that so deeply because this whole conversation was so medicinal for myself and I feel like it's been something that's been present in my life for some time now just because of the greater self-awareness that happens so I'm like mm-hmm. witnessing myself more and it's like okay like now I have to address this because now I'm aware you know yeah. And it's just so funny. <laughs> no, and it's really cool. Like, at this whole conversation, I don't know why, but, like, part of my mind, I was getting flashbacks to um, the Grand Canyon. Like, that's a memory, like, pertaining to this specific conversation. I guess that it's just, I think, like, if I would have known or we would have known, like, what we're practicing right now then, I'm so curious as to what the outcome at in that exact moment would have been. And I don't know why, but it was just like, that was the image that was just being shown to me over and over while we were speaking about this. Yeah, I mean, I think back to the messages I received at the Grand Canyon, what was really prevalent was the reminder of the oneness that we that we share was something that just kept being spoken to me through the energy of the Grand Canyon while I was there, which set me like off, like I was crying and really like losing it <laughs> in the moment through the feelings, through the overwhelm of the feelings, because I was feeling deeply alone, but within myself and having such a grand piece of earth share that message with me was really powerful that it overtook me to and brought me to tears. Um, and I feel like that's so relevant to this conversation because it it just highlights and it goes deeper into that concept at least that's like how I make that connection from the fact that you brought it up now can you go a little deeper like elaborate what you mean in what way like in what concept like how is it how is it like relevant to that for for me what comes to mind is the vulnerability that um, this conversation provided that was also present um, during the Grand Canyon because of the overwhelm of it. Like there was no denying how the Grand Canyon made me feel. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same concept now, but more integrated because that was almost a year ago now that we were at the Grand Canyon and I could do nothing but like sob and like just be so overtaken by emotion and like have a whirlwind of thoughts coming to mind and really being so perplexed that this huge <laughs> piece of land is speaking to me versus now like having the experiences that we've had um, throughout this year. It'll be a year in March that we visited the Grand Canyon. Um like I get it, you know, I get it as much as I do now because, you know, only the higher power knows how much more there is to get it. And yeah, so that's that's really what I have to like how I can bring it back or go deeper. Yeah, um, no, it makes sense. And for me, like as you're sharing that part for me, like the vulnerability comes forward and then also like um, not making assumptions in conversations or like when you're sharing space or energy with others that you might be perceiving them acting something different than you are or what you expect, Um, like checking in and like just speaking about what's going on as opposed to like assuming or giving people space when maybe they don't need the space, maybe they do, you know, like it's a simple question because I know in that moment I gave you space, but I could have simply been like, Hey, do you need space? You want to talk about what you're moving through and who knows what would have came about that, you know? Yeah. And that's another reflection as to this conversation as well. Um, the different spaces that we were in, like we weren't on the same energy vibe mm-hmm. at the grand Canyon, you know? Yeah. And how conversation brings it forward to, to discuss and learn about one another and most importantly ourselves Mm -hmm. thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go give yourself space space to to flow Um, yeah what an interesting conversation sis yeah I'm really grateful for it though because it highlighted many things for me like it was such medicine for me I really feel that way look with myself I love it I love how everything invites me to be in deeper relationship with myself and how the more solid that relationship becomes the more everything reflects that yeah absolutely because we're always saying that like it begins and ends with ourselves, but then the depths of that go so far beyond that anything that I can think or see because it's like every time you're like okay I'm I'm getting it then something else comes up and it's like okay there's a lot more to get you know yeah 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 for sure and it gets easier and easier like the reference with the Grand Canyon was I think was so good because it shows like I could only imagine you coming up to me at that point and being like, oh, are you okay? And I'm just like, oh, like, you know, like, I don't even know what the hell, like, what's happening, you know, versus now where it's just like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like, hmm, 
then I can like easily come up with the language to communicate how I'm feeling. It's a difference. And I feel like it's a good, a good representation is a baby. How it's like a baby has like no words to really communicate how, how they're feeling. They're just, they're like crying, like engulf in emotion. Mm-hmm. You grow up, you like learn words to communicate with others, you know, in this language that we all agreed upon. Yeah. And I also think that, um, like all the work, this inner work that you have done with the self that contributes to this, like everybody, you know, like all the work that we're constantly doing on a daily basis just keeps enabling us to go further and deeper with the self, knowing how to handle situations better, be more equipped with the tools that we have when we are experiencing something. Because like whatever your experience was your experience at the Grand Canyon, I couldn't even tell you like what the experience was, but let's say you weren't have like you were overwhelmed and being overwhelmed can look different for so many people. But then you now being overwhelmed, it would be so different from you overwhelmed then. And it's just because the connection to self, to God, you know, like all of these other things is much stronger than it once was. Yeah. The power of the connection to the great divine. Yeah. I feel that deeply. That was my experience this this morning as well. So I did all the things that I haven't done the last few days because of how busy they've been mm-hmm. and fun. I was like, yeah, there's nothing better than what soothes and nourishes the soul. Yeah. And that's something too, like to point out, because even though like this past week has been like jam packed with fun and just like different than my normal day to day. I still was making it an effort and a priority to keep my routine in place. So like I would wake up earlier than everybody just to like do my own thing. And I think that that also helped. Um, One, it was such a good practice because I like locked in the idea like, okay, even if life gets busy and I have so many things to do, this connection to self and, you know, powers that be is so strong right now. It's foundational that I'm going to keep devoting and dedicating myself to it. It's the same thing. Like in my mind, I was telling myself, okay, the same way you're going to get up and brush your teeth, you're going to get up and do X, Y, Z. And I would tell myself that like every night because I could get so like lost in the sauce, wanting to just like start my day and be in the high vibes and like in the fun. But then I noticed like, if I do do that, I'm going to like take myself off of my practice and the way that I want to devote myself and have that strong connection. I don't want to set myself back. Like I want to ingrain this in me the same way I know how to breathe naturally. I want these practices to come forward naturally. Yeah, I love it. 100 percent. Because I had the same ideas in mind. Like I would do the practices maybe like three out of the five days. And then, like, the other two days, I was like, I'm just, there's no time. But there's always time, of course. But it's just, like, highlighting that concept of the devotional way of being and how that spills over into other moments. And bliss is more easily attainable and found when that connection and that devotion is of the highest priority. Yes, and the way that you show up, because, like, Days can be busy and long and you can get tired, but then you have like this energy fueling you that's pure because of that connection and like your channels being open and it's just like life force energy flowing through you and that needs to be maintained. That's not something that just happens. It definitely has to be maintained. 
Yeah, because it's no different from any other relationship, just like this whole conversation has highlighted something that has to be nourished and devoted and like committed to over, like over and over. Yeah. Thank you.